to the podcast. My name is Sydney Bass. I am your host, and it has been quite some time since I have recorded a podcast episode. If you have been following, I was on a weekly podcast recording schedule. I went through an experience of getting a new virtual assistant, which has been awesome. Hi, Spencer. Spencer's editing this now for me. And so the podcast just went on hold. I had a few podcasts that were backlogged, the client case studies, and those have been slowly coming out, but I have not thought about a podcast topic. I haven't recorded a new podcast topic since probably the summer. So like July of 2022. It feels really good to be back thinking about the topics that I want to share with you, the topics that I know are really relevant to your business as a personal stylist, to your life and development as a human, and to just kind of tweak the podcast as we go. So what does that mean? I don't even know. I don't even know. Um, (laughs) Tweaking the look, tweaking the intro, just continuing to make really, really small improvements and continue to have really awesome things. So I have a guest lined up for the end of this month, which is, um, I don't usually do guests um, that, you know, aren't really clients. And so I'm really excited about that. I'm excited to get into kind of deeper, more specific topics, share more stories, all of that stuff. So Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for um, those of you who are new, who are finding the podcast and listening. Thank you to everyone who has been a regular listener, who weathered the podcast bout with me. We are back. We are into some new episodes and I'm really excited. So let's jump into this month's theme. I love a theme, if you know that about me. And for this theme, we are really going to talk about and get into the energetics of business, life, and style and how all of those things kind of intertwine and are related. As you know, I talk a lot about mindset and I think that is so, so important. If you are listening, you probably also agree that mindset is really important to you as a person, to your business, to life, to all of the things that we come up against. And it has almost become sort of like a buzzword now. It's very common to hear about or talk about mindset, personal development, which I love, right? That means it's getting more out there, people are becoming more acquainted with it. When we think about and talk about the energetics of things, that to me is kind of slightly on the edge. (laughs) It's a little more out there than mindset and personal growth. It's kind of like in my head, the next level of understanding mindset, understanding personal growth, then you get to this ring that's like the energetics. And so in this month, we're going to talk about the energetics of business, of life, of style. And one way in which I can kind of summarize this is a phrase that I coined off of a popular phrase, but the phrase is the vibe in which you do something is the vibe in which it will be received. The vibe in which you start something or do something is the vibe in which it will be received. That to me is kind of the definition of energetics. It's this almost invisible pathway from you to another person. It's an invisible bubble of energy around you that permeates and affects everything from business to life, to style, to your clients, to your money, to your relationships. And thinking about it as a vibe helps me kind of put it into terms that might be slightly easier to understand. 
So that might help you as well. In today's episode, we are going to talk specifically about the energetics of business as it relates to pricing and your offers in your services. This is like one of my all-time favorite passion subjects is really talking about pricing, talking about your services, talking about business, and really structuring it in an energetic way in a vibe way that is going to be a combination of masculine and feminine. When I talk about masculine and feminine, the masculine is your actions. It's like the outward task. It's the to-do list. It's you going out and accomplishing something. And the feminine is your intuition, your gut. It's the energy. And together you have to have both of those things. So when we're talking about energetics, it's this kind of combination of masculine and feminine, the feminine action and intuition or feminine intuition and gut and energy combined with the masculine actions, the practical, the tactical. So we are going to talk about this in kind of two separate um, segments of this podcast today that they have some areas that overlap um, that are going to be similar. So we're going to talk about pricing as one pillar and structure of the energetics of business. And then I'm going to talk about your services and your offers as another pillar under the energetics of business. Sound good? All right, let's get into it. So pricing. When I think about the energetics of pricing, I like to think of this as charging a premium price for direct access to you, while you are also finding ways to get you to everyone else at other price points. Now, I give this kind of like sentence definition, if you will, because I've done a lot of just like thinking about pricing. I mean, the pillars of my program that I teach stylists is how to raise your prices, how to create a signature service that you're going to charge at least thousand dollars for. And so thinking about then what are the other services in your structure and in your business? And we're going to get to that in this kind of second pillar, second piece of this conversation. But to set that up, I think it's really important to think of pricing in this way. You charge a premium. Premium is going to be different for everyone, but you charge a premium for direct one-on-one access to you. And then you also find create creative ways to get you to everyone else at different price points. So let's break this down into three different areas that you can consider when you are thinking about the energetics of pricing. The first one, number one, is to really know your audience. This is something that people can resist or get confused or sometimes not think about, think through fully, and or this can even shift a lot for you. So one of my mentors, Jess O'Connell, she is a launch coach and she's really, really awesome. She shared a podcast episode a while ago. I don't remember which episode, I'm really sorry, Um, but it's probably had to do with pricing where she was talking about knowing your audience and then understanding the difference when you are selling B2B versus B2C. So B2B is when you are selling to say like from one business is selling to another business owner. And B2C is when you are a business selling direct to the consumer or the customer, right? So from your perspective as a stylist, if you are the business, the stylist, and you are selling direct to another business, let's say a real estate brokerage firm, or you are selling services to like an accounting firm through speaking engagements or something like that, or you are selling your services directly to other like entrepreneurs, or maybe like a high level executive, someone that has a business kind of associated with them that they can potentially write these services off, 
you might be able to charge a higher price. Businesses are often more willing and ready to pay for things because they are used to looking at services, products, offers as investments that they know are going to move the business along. And there's also that lovely little benefit of a tax write-off for the business. Now, when you are just dealing with, and I don't want to say just as in it's like secondary or less than, when you are dealing with selling services to the consumer, there's a lot of other aspects that can come into play. So for example, a regular consumer, let's just say me as the stylist, I am selling my services to um, a mom who, you know, is just ready to uplevel her style. And that person has a lot of other things to take into consideration. Most likely they are on some sort of fixed income or a salary. They might have a budget in place. There's kids, there's other different priorities that do come into play. And so the kind of traditional thought is that B2C, sometimes you can't charge as much as a B2B. Now, I want to say all of that with really, really big caveats, because I don't believe that you have to limit or reduce or increase or maneuver your prices necessarily because of your audience, because there are certainly so many consumers, customers out there that pay, can afford, want to pay premium prices for styling services. And there are a lot of businesses out there, let's just say small businesses or nonprofits that don't have the budgets, don't have the funds, right? To pay X amount of price. What I want you to get from this, number one of knowing your audience is knowing who it is you're trying to reach. Because that ultimately is going to help inform you on the energetics of your pricing. And so I'm going to give an example from myself, from my own business, as this might kind of help you and help think about things and also know how things are shifting or how they could shift for you. So as an example, I provide coaching mindset, business strategy for personal stylists, really helping you understand your business and get that signature service up and running. Over the years, I have kind of shifted who and how I talk and sell my services to really kind of honing in on that niche. And one thing that I've really come to love and sort of feel that my strongest skill set is suited is for new personal stylists, personal stylists who are kind of struggling to get their business up and running because they don't have a lot of structures and systems in place and they're not pricing correctly. They don't have a really good service flow or people that are really aspiring personal stylists. They want to get started and they're not sure, or maybe they've done some programs or some things and that hasn't really worked out for them. That is really my strength and skill set and where I feel like I can make the biggest impact in the work that I'm doing here at The Profitable Stylist. So with that in mind, I do want to take into account my audience. Yes, that is B2B, right? I'm a business selling to really another business, you, the stylist, the self-employed. And that audience is an audience of either people that are dreaming and inspiring to be personal stylists. They're new or they're struggling, which means they're not really doing that great. Right. And so therefore my program, if it's for someone who's new is not going to be priced at $10,000. It is going to be priced at a lower rate that someone who is new, who is still ready to make an investment in their business, but who can do that and can do that with relative ease and confidence that they're making a good decision for themselves to take that next step to really start getting into business mode 
with what they want to do. And this is something that I have kind of really thought about. And I'm going to be honest, I've sort of resisted it a little bit because there are so, so much talk and so much stuff out there on the internet about people having programs that cost a lot of money. Or even if I look at some programs, I could really easily double the price of my program. And I'm not quite sure I want to do that because of who and how and where my customer is. I'm not going to say that's not going to happen in the future, but these are all thoughts that are going to go into your head when you're thinking about who is my audience, knowing your audience, knowing who you want to connect with and understanding where they are. And this is why when I talk about services, your services need to be positioned in a really specific way. Because I also have my one-to-one program and my one-to-one program is a lot more expensive. And that is for a personal stylist who is more established, who can afford a much more expensive program, who is going to pay for that premium direct one-to-one access to me and who is then paying for a more tailored program to help them really get to that next level because they may may not need everything that is in the course in the program because they might be past that, but they're still up against a level where they would really, really benefit from one-on-one feedback, one-on-one attention, the accountability of that program. And so the price is therefore going to reflect that. Let's go back to that first sentence of premium direct access to you and finding ways to get you to everyone else. Okay. So number one is to know your audience. And that is really important. That's where you can get tripped up. You can get into the ego of like, well, everything should be super expensive or flip side. You're like, well, everything should be super cheap because like who can afford this? And so that's where number two comes into play. And number two is really knowing the market. And I'm saying know the market so that you are not undervaluing and underpricing yourself. I don't actually really care what other people are charging because they could have a price on their service and not actually really be selling it. And what they're, or they could be doing gangbusters, right? It doesn't, but what they're doing doesn't matter to me. All I want to know is that let's say for my group program, I'm not charging $500 for it, right? Because one, that would just be a bad business decision, but I would be very much undervaluing and underpricing myself for the 12 to 14 weeks of weekly live group coaching calls of 12 to 14 weeks of office hours of the course material that you're getting. And so it is really and really important for you to know what it is people are charging. And that to me, here's the energetics. The reason why it's important for you to know what people are charging is so that you can expand for yourself the knowledge and belief of what is available to you. The reason why it is important for you to know what other stylists or business owners are charging is so that you can see and understand what is available to you. If you have no idea that stylists are charging $1,000 for a signature service and you're stuck charging like $200 for things, then you won't even know that that's something that you could do. If you don't know that there are stylists out there charging $3,500 for a virtual signature service, then you won't even know that that is out there for you to charge. If you don't know that stylists can charge $10,000, $20,000, that they can create memberships, retainers, that they can create VIP programs, you won't know what is available to you. And that is the energetics around pricing in you knowing your market. So you need to know your market and you also need to know your audience. Number three, when you are pricing your services, part of the energetics is that you are aligned with your price. 
you are aligned, you are comfortable, you are really, really ready to go forward with that price. And if someone says no, you are okay with that because you know you don't want to do it for less. There was a student in the group program this past spring when we got to talking about the pricing for her program. We were really talking about it and it was pretty low. And I know the details of her program it was like a 12 week program, weekly call. So there was a lot involved doing it. And I asked her how she felt about the price. And she said, you know, she was very comfortable with the price. And so I said, and started asking some questions and I was like, okay, you know, I know you're comfortable. That's great. Do you feel aligned with the price when this person books it and they pay you this amount of money? How are you going to feel when you deliver 12 weekly calls and you're doing the work that you have to do to fulfill the deliverables? How are you going to feel then? And what ended up happening is she was not fully aligned with the price. She was comfortable with the price, but she wasn't aligned with it. She wasn't energetically like excited about the price because of those questions that we were asking helped her see, oh, this isn't a good energy value exchange for what I am offering to my client. So she ended up raising the price to where she actually even felt maybe a little bit uncomfortable, but she was aligned with it. She knew that anything less than that particular dollar amount was not going to allow her energetically to deliver the best of herself for her client to get the best result. I also had an experience where I was comfortable with my price point and it was the price that I had been gearing towards that I had kind of said from the get-go, like, this is where I want it to be. This is where we're going had people go through it. I was already, I was super psyched. It was like the first launch of the new year and I had zero people join. After the launch, I did some reflection and what I came up with was I was not energetically aligned with the price. I was comfortable with it, but I was actually not fully behind it. I didn't at that point really believe that anybody would buy it. So what happened? Nobody did. I wasn't energetically in sync with the price. I did some work on that over the following months, and I really, really got behind the value of the program, the transformation of the program, the price. Some of this came from knowing the market, doing a little bit more research, and really, really understanding how effing great of a deal that you get in this group program for what you get and the transformation on the other side, of course, as well, but just the coaching, the weekly office hours, the course materials, the templates, like it is so amazing, like that I put this in here for the price that it is. And so I did that work. I got really comfortable with the price. More importantly, I got really aligned with my price. And that next group launch, I had three students enroll. That was a lesson for me to really, really learn and dive into the energetics of pricing and to know that even sometimes if you are uncomfortable with a price, you can still also be aligned and you can still move forward because there may be a little bit of a fear in your head, especially if you've never sold something at that particular price before of who's going to buy, what is this going to be like at the same time? you're really aligned with that price and know this is the value. This is what it is. This is the transformation. 
So all of those things can be at play. And it's really, really important for you to understand the energetics behind each and understand where you fall. Are you comfortable and not aligned? Are you comfortable and aligned? Are you comfortable and aligned? When you are thinking about your pricing. I really personally believe that every stylist can have a signature service that is at least 2000 and up. And sometimes for certain people that takes coaching, it takes a program, it takes you knowing your audience, knowing the market, it takes you being aligned with your price. And it takes a lot of what we're going to talk about in the service pillars. It takes you having that in place as well. And that is what we really cultivate inside of the accelerator, the group program, and in the one-to-one program as well, to give you the energetics, the feminine, coupled with the masculine the actions, the proof, the programs, the true knowledge of what it is you're delivering for your client. So when we're thinking about the energetics, I want to share some energetic practices that I do when it does come to pricing. And one of the first things that I like to think about is really how does this pricing feel to you? I frame the group program, the accelerator up in a way because I want every personal stylist to have their signature service starting at at least $1,000. If you are new, if you're aspiring, if you're struggling, that specific dollar amount is probably going to feel a little bit big or scary to you. When it comes to pricing, there can be a lot of backstories (laughs) that get in the way of our pricing. We have personal feelings. We, as stylists say, well, I would never buy that. Or we say, I would never pay for that. Or it's so easy to me. How can I charge this amount of money? Or we have our own personal money stories from childhood, from growing up, from our parents that can get in the way of really thinking about and setting your prices in a way that's going to actually support your business. And so when we think about how does pricing feel for you, I have a story of a client. She was one of my one-to-one clients and she was charging really, really low and I knew she could charge more for her signature service, at least $1,000, but it really felt really, really scary to make a really, really big jump for her at the beginning. So I encouraged her to say, hey, just raise your prices $25, $25. That's it. That's all you need to do. And that $25 raise stressed her out so much because, and I'm not, I'm just, this is how we all kind of react sometimes when it comes to pricing. We are so in our heads. We're so in our thoughts about what we think the outcome is going to be. But that initial $25 raise was so stressful to her. And then she sold it naturally. Right. And so then when it came time later to raise her price to her signature service, which was like, I don't even know, doubled or like a couple hundred dollars more than what she was at, that raise was a lot easier to her because she had already worked through those feelings of being scared to raise her prices because she didn't know what that outcome was going to be, right? And she had then that evidence of someone buying. So there's going to be a lot of things or some things, maybe nothing for you (laughs) that comes up. And if that's the case, awesome. Other people, if that is the case, you may have things that come up for you that you're going to have to deal with on an energetic, a mindset, a personal growth level when it comes to pricing. And when it comes to literally deciding on actually what your pricing should be, 
I have an exercise that I take all of my students through that helps you determine your hourly rate based on your reality of what you want to make. And it really breaks down what you want to make based on how much you want to work. And then you get to really start to see like, okay, I cannot charge $75 an hour. I cannot charge $100 an hour for my services if I want to have X, Y, and Z lifestyle or make X, Y, and Z hourly rate. So that's the number one thing. That's like the masculine exercise is really getting a good baseline understanding of really what it takes to run a business. And other ways that you, I've used in the past to find pricing is I've used a pendulum. (laughs) If you're watching this on the clip or on the blog, a pendulum is a subconscious tool that you can use to really tap into your inner knowledge. And I have used this when it has come to big price increases of saying, okay, should I do this price increase now? Yes, no. Should it be this rate? Yes, no. Um, And have gotten some confirmations and about directions to take with a pendulum. So you can look that up if you are interested in that. So this is a little bit on the woo-woo spectrum, if you will, but it's a fun, it's a fun kind of confidence builder and a act where you can learn to trust your inner knowledge, your inner knowing, your subconscious. Other people love to do pricing based on, let's say, angel numbers. So like if you see people that price things like 111 or 2,222. Um, and other people really prefer things that are like marketing numbers. So these marketing numbers are things that end in 97, 99. And that is a kind of a psychological spin to convince our conscious brains that the thing is cheaper than it actually is. And there are two different camps on that. Um, You can decide what camp you want to fall into, whether you want to charge $97 for something or you want to charge $100 for something. I do believe that there is kind of an energetic shift in those two numbers, right? If you think about something that's 97, if you think about something that's 100, how do you feel when I say each of those numbers? And how can you, when you're embodying one of those numbers, make that energetic pricing resonate and be fun and be light for you and your clients. Oftentimes I come down on the side of um, whole numbers. <laughs> I think it's a little more in line with me and how I want people to perceive what I have to offer. Um, what I want that price to be, what I want that value to be. I don't necessarily want people to think that things are quote unquote cheap or inexpensive. And I want to also encourage people to know that, hey, I'm worth spending $100 on to invest in this for myself, right? Versus a lot of times when something's like 97 or 99, we're like, ooh, that's 99. That's like a deal. I can get this. There's a different energetic around it. I want to give you some homework for this side of the episode. And what I want you to do is really think about what is a realistic hourly rate for yourself this is the masculine part. If you're charging 75 an hour, if you're charging $100 an hour, that might not be enough for you to really have a sustainable and profitable business. And so I want you to think about what that is. And I also want you to think about what a price, this could be some journaling that you do, a price for your signature service, or if you're still in a la carte services, what's an increase across the board that you could make to your services? And how does that increase feel to you? Is it aligned? Is it uncomfortable? Is it comfortable? How does that increase 
feel? Is it expansive? Does it allow you to support your clients more? Does it allow you to support you? And you want to get yourself to a place where you, beyond a shadow of a doubt, know and can deliver on that transformation for your clients. And you know that it's so, so awesome. It's like the best deal ever. Those are the energetics that I want you to take into pricing. So to summarize the pricing pillars, I define this as having premium pricing for direct access to you and finding ways to get you to everyone else that is creative and at different price points. And to do that, number one, you need to know your audience. Number two, you need to know your market. And number three, you need to feel comfortable and aligned with that price. And you need to dive into the feelings and then you need to take action around that and continue to do this energetic work to match up with the price that you want. All right, let's move into part two of this episode. In this episode, we are going to talk about the service pillars, the energetics around your services and what you are offering. When I think about your services, I like to think about this as strategically building your business income pipelines, if you will. And I will always and forever more, especially if you are new, aspiring, or a struggling personal stylist, hands down say, create and build your signature service first. That is going to be the fastest and easiest way to get consistent, larger income amounts into your business, hands down. It is way easier to sell a $2,000 service to five people than it is to sell a, gosh, I'm not going to do the math right, but let's say a $20 program to a hundred people, right? So signature service first, that is number one. I will always say that. Number two, what I think you should actually create then is your starter or your introductory service. That is going to be a complement to or lead into a signature service, but not cannibalize it, which is where a lot of people kind of mess this up. They do a smaller version of their signature and that defeats the whole purpose, people. And you don't even have to have this, by the way, like... You don't have to have this, but if you want to, you can, and it can be a lower price point. It can be a way for someone to take that first step before they go to your signature. It's number two. And then number three, I think you need to create, 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 create complementary offers that relate to, but don't take away from your signature service, that premium direct access to you, the ways that people are going to get that information from you, but create ways in which they can get it, other information in smaller chunks, at smaller price points. And that is going to start filling these pipelines or these tiers. I think it's really, really important for a sustainable business to have different tiers of your business. And so what this might look like is going to be probably the traditional model that we all know and love, but I feel like people struggle with. And I think that is because they often bypass a higher level signature service in favor of creating things like memberships or online courses and then really underestimating how much time it takes to make those and how long it can take to actually fill those programs at the lower levels if you don't have the audience or you don't have the reach to kind of sustain that or bring people in. So thinking about these tiers though, you have one tier that's your signature service, that's your high level premium price, direct access to you. You might have another tier that's still maybe an access to you, but it's not as much, it's not as long, so it's a different price point. You might have some tiers where there's a course, there's a group that you lead. So they're still having access to you, but it's not only them. So it's a bunch of people. Then you might have some courses where you're pre-recording things and you're selling them. You might have um, a little mini like email challenge, or you might have 
like PDFs or eBooks, or you might have other things that people can just download. These are all the income tiers that you do need to think about and strategically build out. I wanna say and repeat, strategically build out. My number one recommendation is to always, always, always have your signature service first. That's gonna be your highest price point. It's gonna be the easiest to get people into that, to start bringing money, for you to refine your process, for you to get better, for you to get those word of mouth referrals, for you to raise your price if you need to. Once you have that like locked and loaded, ready to go, you could do it in your sleep, then start building something else. Once you have that second thing down, locked and loaded, ready to go, you could do it in your sleep, then start building the next thing. Repeat, repeat, repeat. What tends to happen is people just say like, cool, I have 10 ideas for 10 projects, for 10 things I wanna sell. I'm gonna start all 10 right now because I'm so excited about them and they're gonna be awesome. And then you don't ever end up creating one and getting it to be delivered to somebody. So strategic means knowing what do you want these tiers to be? You don't have to know right now that can develop, but you can have ideas of like, Ooh, I know I want to have this course. I know I want to do X, Y, and Z. Cool. Hold on to that idea and work on that from start to finish when it's the right time for you to do that. And typically that's going to be after you have your signature service going, rolling, people are in it. When I talk about the energetics of creating services and creating offers, I love to start with meditations, with a clearing or cleansing smoke, with journaling, with tuning into myself, getting into my head and not just taking something that I've absorbed mindlessly from Instagram and then regurgitating it into like a lesser version of something that I may or may not even really be excited about. And it's not really necessarily me. So then it's not really resonating or hitting with anyone. When I talk about that quote about the vibe in which you start something is the vibe in which it is received. That is the energetic that I'm talking about when you are creating programs and you are creating offers and you are creating these income tiers and pipelines and levels in your business. I want you to create from the depths of your soul, the depths of your creativity, the depths of what you have to bring to people that is different from everybody else. And if you are constantly creating slash copying, not intentionally, but we absorb things from people, whether we mean to or not. And if you are consistently consuming so much of what other people are doing, that is either going to infiltrate what you are doing, or you are going to feel so much, you're going to be so much in comparison mode that you're not going to do anything at all because you're just going to be looking at other people and thinking, wow. They're doing that great. I can never do it as well as they are. Wow, look at their like social media presence. Wow, look at like their graphics. It's so beautiful. Wow, look at this, look at that. You're going to dim down your own energetic light and what you have to offer people that they need by not getting your vibe straight about when you are starting this. So when you are thinking about services and offers, I want the vibe in which you are starting to create to be yours. And so I'm going to share three ways in which I think it can be helpful for you to develop um, a process around this. And so number one, kind of ironically, is to gather ideas and feedback from people. But this is not ideas and feedback from like other stylists. This is ideas and feedback from your clients, your past clients, prospective clients, your social media community, and really asking and seeing where are the holes? 
What are they having problems with? Where do they need support? What could a program look like? What could an offer look like? Because sometimes what we want to create is not what our people need. And so then we're actually missing out on an opportunity, one, to serve them and to help them, and two, to make money because we're creating and selling things that meh, people don't really need. They don't really want. So we just wasted a bunch of time. And then we feel shitty about ourselves because we're not selling anything. When in fact, if we had kind of gathered ideas and gotten feedback from something, that is a really, really good stepping stone to creating something that is going to be well-received by your people. So we want to gather ideas and feedback. Number two is to create it well. That means going back to what is the vibe and energy that you want to infuse this thing with. So if you think about um, cooking or think about perfumes, think about the different smells that those get infused with. It's very intentional. And those intentional oils and scents and fragrances are put together in a really specific way to evoke a particular state of being, to evoke an emotion, to evoke a feeling. So when I say create it well, what I want you to do is think about the graphics. Think about the state you're in when you're writing the emails. Think about how fast or how slow you want to make something and put that intentionality of how you want them to feel when they're going through and buying it into every detail. Sometimes there can be a tendency to like create something really fast and just get it out. And we haven't maybe gotten ideas or feedback. We have been in a rush mode when we're creating it. Well, that rush mode is the energetic in which it was created. And so that's the energetic in which it's going to be received, which means people are going to feel rushed. They're going to feel a little panicked. They're going to feel anxiety. And that could affect how they feel about wanting to buy it. So we want to infuse the things we're creating, making when we're doing social media posts, when we're writing emails, when we're doing whatever it is around our business, we want to put ourselves in this good vibe. So when I will use smoke cleansing or journaling or meditation, or I love binaural beats, um, I do those to put myself in a better state, not a better state, but to in a specific state or listen to like music you love, good playlists, that's putting and infusing the thing I'm creating with a specific energetic. And the third piece when it comes to this with your services and the energetics around it is to talk about it often. A lot of times we create something and then we just don't talk about it. We're like, cool, it's done, it's created, it's on my website. People know where my website is, right? They're gonna go to that and they're gonna look, they're gonna read. No. No, they aren't. I will tell you that hands down right now. They will not read. (laughs) I can tell you this because I know this because my own clients love you all dearly will sometimes ask me questions or something about something that I have already said or stated or put in writing and I've answered it and then they'll ask me about it. So you probably do this too. I know I do this too. And it's fine. It's just something that you need to understand. And you need to get used to talking about what you have often, because what I want you to do is I want you to talk about why your thing is going to help them solve a particular problem. I want you to talk about why it is amazing. And I want you to talk about why it is such an incredible value. 
sometimes people will conflate or confuse talking about it often with being really salesy and pushy. And telling someone how what you have to offer them is going to help them solve a problem that they're having, how it's a really incredible value value and a deal, and how it's so amazing. There's nothing pushy or salesy in that at all. You are literally just giving information. And in today's day and age, you have to give people information a lot for them to be aware, consume it, and have it kind of register in their brain. So when you are thinking about the service pillars, I want you to think about them masculine from what are these pipelines? What are the tiers of my offers? And I want you to think about it on the energetic side. How am I infusing this with what I want my clients to feel? Do I want them to feel excited, energized, jazzed, amazing, deserving, supported? Get into that space when you're creating. And know that this is something that I play with and go back and forth with myself a lot as well. And it can be sometimes a consistent, continual reminder of the vibe and what you want people to feel and how you want to position your business. There's not a right or wrong answer. You can't get it wrong. You're not going to mess it up. You just have to do so that you have the experience, so that you can learn the lesson, so that you can do it again, or you can pivot, or you can make changes. The homework here in this section on our service pillars is to really create and sell a new offer every quarter. So if you are in the in my programs or you're in going to be coming to, I have an exciting announcement coming, but if you're going to be coming to the annual planning retreat in January, I talk a lot about 90-day projects. And this is something that I'm going to be infusing into this year's retreat. I'm going to be doing this myself. So we're all going to be in this together, but we are going to create and sell a new offer every quarter. And that is your masculine, that's your practical. It's going to be a complimentary offer. So hopefully you have the structure in place of a signature service, a starter service, and then you can start to think about complimentary, but you can apply this to like, cool, quarter one, I'm going to create and get my signature service finally unlocked. Quarter two, I'm going to do a starter service. Quarter three, I'm going to do um, existing client services. Actually, maybe you should do that in quarter two <laughs> so that you can take your people from your signature service straight into existing client services. Um, And your energetics here is to not overthink it. Don't overthink it. Create it, sell it, see how it does, evaluate it, do it again, tweak it. Don't overthink it. The last piece in this podcast episode is to really embody now these energetics. So we've talked a lot about the feminine and the masculine and how they work together. And it is really great to kind of, you know, have this on paper, so to speak, to like have your services all written out, to know what your pricing is and have it all ran out. And then it's another thing to actually embody it and do it, to talk about it, to sell it, to say the price, to say what your services are, to say what you do, say what you don't do. And you really have to now embody these energetics for you to build your confidence for you to build your muscle memory, to increase your skills, to hone your process. And all of those are this kind of like cyclical, if you think of the recycling sign, right? Um, It kind of is like those arrows that go in a circle. It is a self-sustaining circle. 
the more you increase your skills and hone your processes, the better you do, the more confidence you have, the more clients are going to come to you, the more you keep doing these things. It's a circle. You have to have the energetics in play and you also have to have the embodiment and the physical actions, the physical manifest manifestations come into play when it comes to the energetics of your business, of your pricing, and of your services. So thank you. I think this episode went longer than I anticipated, but I hope you like it. It was a longer one. There's a lot in here. Two really solid pieces of homework that I trust you will do because they're going to be really insightful for you and your business, especially as we're like moving into January. Y'all, this this year's a wrap. I don't know about you, but like once October hits, like I'm done, right? There's like things we're going to do, but I'm already just kind of ready to close out the year and think about next year. And so on that note, I have three really, really exciting announcements that I am ready to share with you. And announcement number one, I am going to have some sales call scripts and templates for you for sale. I've never done this before. For whatever reason, the energetics, I felt really called to have this as a bundle um, that you could just buy. So this is included inside of my group program, or if you work with me one-to-one, you get all of my scripts, all of my templates for sale. This particular bundle of scripts is your whatever you want to call it, sales call or discovery call with your clients, there is a checklist process for everything that needs to go into from getting the inquiry to having the call to following up. Um, There is a template and script for all of those emails. So there is an email inquiry template. There is an email follow-up template that is going to give you exactly what to say if the client says yes, maybe, or no. And my favorite script template out of this bundle is the sales call like agenda script that comes with objection responses. This is so cool. I, so when you go through and have your sales call, I have literally how you can structure this call written out for you. Obviously you're going to tweak it with your service, your program, however you want, but it gives you a starting point. And what it also has is specific things to say when the client, potential client may say, I don't have time. It's not in my budget. Um, No, (laughs) or maybe, or let me think about it. I give you three responses for each of those scenarios. And those responses are like easy, medium, hard. So they are based in subconscious neuro-linguistic programming techniques designed to get the client to think about the response that they're giving, and if that is factual or not. So it's not about like persuading someone to do something that they don't want to do because you can't really do that anyway, right? But it is about asking and knowing better questions to ask your client to get them to think differently and to really get them to a place where they're ready to work with you. They're already halfway there if they're on a call with you. You just get them to that yes if it's the right time and it's aligned. So you are getting like all of those scripts in there. I had a couple of clients from my group program read and review and go over and they helped me make some wonderful, wonderful edits to them to make it even better. Um, And one of the feedbacks that I got on that was that these are so detailed that they are perfect for you if you are new or you're getting started or you're kind of nervous about the whole client, potential client wants to talk to me and then I have to tell them my price and yada, yada, yada. Um, So there's a lot of different responses. So that is going to be coming up for sale 
soon. Um, when this pod, when does this podcast come out? I think this one's going to actually come out soon. <laughs> so those templates, check social media, check email. That is when that's going to come out, but those are going to be available for a pre-sale and then for sale in a bundle. Um, and again, if you join the programs, you actually get every single template and all these things for free. Anytime I make updates to my templates, you get those for free as well. So the people in the group already got those first. They already have them. They can start using them. And this is just a one-time bundle that I'm putting together because y'all know I like to talk about pricing and I want people to feel really good and confident about having pricing conversations with your clients because that's a place where a lot of people can feel a lot of anxiety. Announcement number two, I am having the Profitable Stylist annual planning retreat in January. And I'm really excited because I'm going to open this up to all stylists who are ready to take their business to the next level and really, really plan and set goals, set quarterly goals, set these quarterly projects in motion, who want to move their needle to the next, move their needle to the next business. You understand what I'm saying. And that is going to be January 13th and 14th. So stay tuned for that. Um, I believe details and enrollment is going to open up with some early bird information in December, and that will take place in January. And third announcement is the group enrollment is going to open up in January as well for our spring class of 2023. So for everyone who's been waiting for the group program, the accelerator, you're ready to go from winging it to profitably booked. You want to create that high dollar signature service. You want to get this service structure down. You want to have the framework for sustainable and profitable business. You want to do it with a group of stylists. You want to do it with a stylist who has been there, done that, who can answer and ask questions. And you want to do it with someone who is really, really experienced and awesome at helping you cultivate the mindset side of things. That's going to be opening up really, really soon as well. So those are my three announcements. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm going to see you next week right here on the podcast. So to all your profitable success. Bye.